What's up, everyone? Welcome to Get Real with Dakota. My name is Dakota, and I'm a certified lobologist, which means that I'm a badass in all things love, sex, and relationships. If you're ready to manifest and maintain the relationship of your dreams with the help of some tough love, this is the podcast for you. My special guest today is Traffic because I live in North Jersey, and if you know, you know, I live on a busy-ass street. It's populated as fuck. It's polluted as fuck. I can't wait to move, but I do love my little apartment. And I also have four cats, so it's, like, inevitable that you will hear them because if I close the door, they're just going to scratch on the door, and then I'm going to have to get up, and it's a whole ordeal. So they're free to roam, okay? They're here to stay. (laughs) So without further ado, in this, well, not in this episode, before I get into this episode, because I'm excited, I'm just, like, ready to fucking jump in. In the last episode, I reintroduced my new season, my second season, which I'm really excited about. It's a spinoff of my last season, which was all about being a happy, healthy hoe. And this season, we're getting into more the nitty gritty of how to actually like have successful relationships, regardless of your hoe status and hoage. Okay, so I talked about what's changing, what's staying the same. And if you haven't already checked that out, you should definitely go do that. It's a short episode, but it gives you a rundown of what you can expect. And it's really exciting. But today in this episode, we're going to discuss relationship goals. Hashtag relationship goals. Why they're necessary. Yes, because they're necessary. Even if you want a booty caller or a fuck buddy, it's necessary. What setting relationship goals can actually do for you? Why do you need to do them regardless of the relationship you want to be in? I'll tell you why. If you want to know, stay. If you don't give a fuck about that, good luck, motherfucker. Just kidding. Not really, but whatever. (laughs) So... How to set relationship goals so you can actually manifest and maintain the relationship that you want. How to actually get it done. I'm not going to give you everything because I got some things brewing and working that you'll just have to come back and get on you another time. Get on you another time? Sure. We'll go with that. Roll with that. (laughs) So let's jump into it. Let's first start off with why you need to set relationship goals in the first place. Because if you don't understand why you're doing something, you're not going to be as invested in it. And it's better to move with intention, which is exactly what I was going to talk about when you're trying to get what the fuck you want. All in all, honestly, setting relationship goals is going to help you stop wasting time. Moving with intention, especially when it comes to relationships of any form, is important. It can assure that when you walk away, if you walk away from that situation, you can look back and say, I did the right thing. Having a plan or a vision, whether that be for tomorrow, three years from now, it's going to set you up for change. You've already set the mental intention, forming new connections in your brain for this new reality that you want to be present, that you want to have right now. If you don't move with intention in your relationships, that's when shit gets messy. Because if you catch feelings or the other person catches feelings, what the fuck do you do then? Are you prepared to handle that situation in the way that respects you and that other person's time? And when you set your relationship, vroom, vroom, motherfucker. When you set your relationship goals, you take the time to reflect on what you want, why you want it, how you want it. It'll be easier for you to move closer to situations that get you there and move farther away from situations that are just wasting your fucking time. So buying into setting intention, and that doesn't mean you have to be super intentional about everything. I think there's a time and place In regards to just life experience as a whole, sometimes you need to release control and move with the flow. And other times you need to remain intentional. 
And there should be certain boundaries that you set that we're going to talk about that are intentional. So you can respond accordingly when the universe or other people test you. And that's you're like, you're like, no, 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 no. That's not for me. That's not what I set myself up for. That's not what I knew and know I'm working towards. So once you've identified why setting relationship goals is so important to you, regardless of the depth of intimacy that you want, you'll be able to take your next step and how to set them and what they can do for you when you do that. You set intentions. Hey, you know, I'm just trying to fuck. I don't want no commitment right now. I just want to find a baddie that I could lay up with, have fun with, no strings attached, X, Y, and Z. The boundaries go on, the limits go on. Now you know what to ask for. And when people don't give you that, bye. I was clear about what I was here for, what I wanted to do. I'm not getting that, I'm out. But you also have to be able to reflect on what and how you're getting what you're getting and why you want it. Is it just surface level? Fine, why? Is it coming from a place of fear of intimacy? That's something you gotta work on. Is it surface level because you know that intimacy is not something you want right now? Then do what you got to do. If you don't know how to do what you got to do, you got to stick around because I'll help you get there. I'll help you get there because we're here to enjoy our life. That's the point. Have meaningful relationships. What the fuck is that quote? It's like life is too short to be with somebody who, you know, is bad at sex and all this other shit and da, da, da. It's true. It's true. Life is too short to be unhappy and in unfulfilling relationships. There's too many motherfucking people in the world for you to be staying in a situation that's shitty because you're like, I don't know if there's someone else out there for me. Get the fuck out of here. No, probably not. Not right now. Not with the mindset you're in. But there can be and there will be if you're willing to take that action. And that action is about is what I'm about to tell you right now. How do you actually set relationship goals so you can manifest and maintain them? There's three steps that I'm going to outline for you today, and I'll talk a little bit about them, but I'm not going to give everything away because I got some things I'm working on that can really help you dive into this even more and get the most out of this information. So first things first, what do you want? What do you want? Do you actually want a boyfriend? Do you actually want a girlfriend? Do you actually want a partner? Do you want the benefits of a relationship without the commitment and all the scary shit and all the work? Do you just want a booty call when you're horny? Do you want a serious relationship? You should ask yourself that. And then there's going to be people who are like, I'm not really looking for anything right now. I'm kind of just going with the flow. That's great. You still need to set boundaries and you still need to have a vision of what your future might be. And if the relationship goes with the flow, what are you expecting to maintain your dignity and your respect? You don't need to write a Bible here. Yes, caring for yourself, getting what you want, being a great person, it's work. But the sooner you get real about the work and actually start asking yourself these questions, the sooner that shit's going to come to you. It just fucking happens. Your brain starts doing shit. You making these new connections and the universe is like, hold up. The energy around you is like, hold up. I got to catch up to this. That's what you want. No, because that's what I wanted. And I was just walking around being a sad hoe. And I kept having friends that were also sad hoes, that were okay with being sad hoes. If you're going to be a hoe, be a happy, healthy one. But you need to know what you want. What you want is going to determine how you want it. This is actually funny that I'm saying this because when my partner and I first met, I had just come out of the closet and I was still dating guys, even though I knew that I did not like it and I didn't want to do it anymore. And I had set boundaries. My initial boundaries and my initial what I wanted was 
just someone to sleep with at the time, even though I was avoiding sleeping with women because I was terrified of my sexuality, but that's a story for another day. I was looking for something not serious at all, no commitment. I think my like Tinder bio was like just here to have fun, so don't hold my hand. Like I did not want anything emotionally intimate because I had just exited a very emotionally exhausting relationship. I did not want anything that was close to cuffing. Similar to a friends with benefits situation, but I would say even less than that because I didn't really even want a friendship with these people. I kind of just wanted to get what I wanted to get and then go. But I was very clear about that on the very first date. The very first date. And even if I w- even though I was sleeping with people, I knew what my boundaries were, even within just having sex. And when people crossed those boundaries, I responded. Not in a way that took away all my energy. I wasn't arguing with nobody. That was one of my boundaries. I'm not arguing with no motherfucker that I'm not committed to. Disrespect me and you're dead to me. One strike, you're out. Like, I don't have time for this. But because I was doing that, I was actually manifesting my current relationship. Because while I was saying, I just want to sleep around. I just want to have fun. I don't want nothing serious. I wasn't rude to people. I knew what my boundaries were. I knew what my expectations were. I was very upfront about it. I would communicate it very clearly. I wasn't fucking around. But while I was saying that, I was also saying the next relationship I get into, I want that to be the person I'm going to marry because I'm not just dating anybody anymore. I'm not staying in three, four, five, whatever year long relationships to for someone that I don't even like. I don't even like you. So while I was saying, get the fuck away from me, I'm just trying to fuck. I don't want to be cute. I don't want to cuddle. No, I don't want to meet your friends. I was also saying, the next person I get with, I'm going to marry them. Because I'm not wasting my time just dating around. And I didn't even know that I wanted to get married in the past. But after my last relationship, I was like, yeah, that's something that I want. If it's with the right person. And I wasn't going to accept any less than that. So because there were like these two conversations that were going on, while I was... My, a lot of my boundaries were in place in terms of what I didn't want. But I did not realize at the time that because I identified what I didn't want, I was also outlining what I did want. There was an inverse reaction to that. And as a result of that, this motherfucker came walking along, my fiance came walking along in a fucking sex basement in Brooklyn. We met and I became head over heels and sure enough, we're getting married. But it's because I identified what I wanted and what I didn't want it. What I didn't want it. Damn, yo, I am so good. I'm not an ELA teacher anymore. Lord Jesus. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I teach sex ed, by the way, adolescent life skills during the day. So those ELA days are over. So the point that I'm making more so is know what you want. There's going to be an inverse reaction on the universe side of, okay, well, this is not this. So this is the energy that I'm putting forward and it'll bring you forward what you want and what you don't want. What you don't want the second you see it. And this process is going to help you identify what do I have a conversation about and what is completely off limits. Like if you do this shit, I'm out. I'm done. Bye. No conversation needed. Later. That's going to lead you to discovering how you want it. I understood the structure that I wanted. I just wanted, I don't even know, what would you call less than friends with benefits? I wanted benefits. Boom. Not medical, but that would have been nice, but I didn't get that. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted benefits. So then I determined how I wanted it. 
And that's when I started saying things like, don't hold my hand. I don't want to meet your friends. I'm not sleeping over. We're not doing X, Y, and Z acts. I was able to draw that line when it came to money, when it came to my time, when it came to my body, my emotions, my political views. I was able to clearly picture how I wanted this relationship dynamic structure to work so I could manifest happiness. And it's actually funny because the initial relationship structure that I had chose for myself during the time was not fulfilling me. I don't know if that's because I was still closeted or if it was because it could be, honestly, it's probably both of those things at the same time. I was closeted. That's probably the big reason. That's all that's coming to me right now. So we're going to go with that. Thanks, intuition. (laughs) So now that you know what you want, now that you've identified how you want it, you need to start looking closer at setting those specific boundaries. Pull apart those relationship aspects. What do I want our physical aspect to look like in our relationship? How physical do I get with this person? What do I want the sexual aspect to look like with this person? What am I willing to do sexually with this person? What's off limits? Like, hey, if I'm not dating you, anal, off limits. If we're not in a committed relationship, you're not going near my butt. Some people are like, we're not in a committed relationship, I'm not going down on you. We all have different boundaries. What are your boundaries in terms of STI testing? Then you can break that down into your soft, hard, and unspoken boundaries. And this is one of my biggest tips and tricks because this shit helped me and so many other people so much. Because it was easy to see. Did y'all hear me burp? That was fucking hilarious. I'm trying not to do it again. Okay, we're good. False alarm. People will pay for that shit, so I'm not giving it away for free. Even though I just did, I learned my lesson. I learned my lesson, okay? (laughs) So... Once you've identified what you want the relationship structure to look like within those relationship aspects like time, money, emotion, mental, physical, sexual, blah, 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 blah. Now you can lump those needs and wants into different types of boundaries. Your soft boundaries are boundaries that bend and break. There are things that you're not super uptight about that you're malleable, you're open to change. The biggest example I use, phone usage. At the beginning of a relationship when you're dating somebody, being on your phone all the time is not a good look. But as the relationship progresses, you guys are spending a lot of, y'all are spending a lot of alone time together. As in when you're sitting on the couch together and you're both on your phones. You're in the same room, but you're not communicating. You live with that person. So you being on your phone around them, unless it's excessive, is not an issue. That boundary has bent over time. And these things can move through different categories. Hard boundaries are shit where you're like, nah, I'm really, that's a hard no for me. Hard boundaries are boundaries that are firm, but will not end the relationship. For example, my fiance Sven, one of their hard boundaries is yelling during arguments. This is something they feel very passionately about. They do not like me or anybody raising their voice. It overwhelms them. It's not a productive conversation. It's also rude. I've recognized that. That's something that I work on and I've gotten a lot better at. But me yelling at them hasn't broken our relationship. I've raised my voice before when we've gotten into heated arguments. I will admit that. I'm human. It's something that I've worked on tirelessly and has gotten much better at. Because I just be loud sometimes and I'm very passionate. But that's not okay because 
That's a hard boundary of theirs. Whereas an unspoken boundary is something that you shouldn't even have to talk to someone about. In friendships, if I need to talk to you about lying, I don't need to talk to you. If I have to talk to you about lying, I don't need to talk to you. We don't need to have a conversation. I'm done. Cheating is oftentimes a hard boundary that needs to be an unspoken boundary. And some people might agree with me. They're like, no, you can come back from cheating. I've cheated. I've been cheated on. I do not condone it. I understand why I did it. Does not make it okay. Cheating. Some people don't leave, honestly. For some people, it really is an unspoken boundary. For me, when I was younger, cheating was a hard boundary. I thought it was unspoken, but it clearly didn't end the relationships because I was in them for too long. So when it comes to things like cheating or certain sex acts that are really off limits for you, or maybe it's just boundaries about your time, like an unspoken boundary is that I'm not spending every motherfucking second with you. And if you expect me to spend every motherfucking second with you, we're just maybe not compatible. Or maybe that's a hard boundary for you where y'all can talk about it and work on it, but you need to have boundaries put in place for that. These three steps, and there's more, these three steps, though, are going to help you get there. Because the next step is going to be, what the fuck do I say? So I really hope that this is helpful because this is going to give you the time and the tools to reflect on these different parts of relationships to help you manifest and maintain baby. Get out a notebook, open up a note on your phone, jot down some of these things, and now that's in your head, it's on paper. It's real in some way. And the next step is up to you to turn it into action. So if you're interested in learning more about what the fuck to actually say now that you know what you want, know how you want it, know why you want it, setting the boundaries, knowing what the boundaries are, I'm actually going to be releasing a Boundary Boss workbook to help you manifest and maintain your relationship goals and be a fucking badass at setting boundaries. Like, boundaries are my bitch. I know them. I set them. I practice them. They're hard, but it's worth it. I'm going to dive much deeper into accurately identifying your ideal relationship structure that balances your wants and needs. Because sometimes the things you want are not the things that you need. And sometimes the things you need are not the things that you want. So I'm going to have a quiz. I'm going to have a breakdown. I'm going to talk about different types of relationship structures so you can identify yourself with that and see which one is in line with your present and where you want your future to be. I'm also going to analyze and I de- well, I'm going to help you because I already did this shit and I do it frequently, but I'm going to help you analyze and identify your desired actions and characteristics of the different relationship aspects. What do physical boundaries look like for you when you're just fucking somebody? What does that look like for you when you're in a serious relationship? The next step is helping you decide your soft heart and unspoken boundaries based on those aspects. You got to lump them. You got to group them. You got to hone it down. Now that you've broken it up into little bitty pieces, now you got to put it back together. But... My favorite part of the workbook, and I think one of the most important parts, is walking you through actually what to fucking say when people test your boundaries. That was the biggest thing I struggled with. Like, okay, great. Now I know all of my boundaries. What the fuck do I say when someone actually crosses them? How do I know when I'm engaging too much or not enough? That is like the art of being a badass is setting boundaries. Because when you can actually communicate it effectively, assertively, like a fucking motherfucker, 
I don't know where that came from, but it felt good. <laughs> so that's what we're doing here. That's what we're here to do. Take this information. Use this information. You know, use it. Shit's free. 2022 is crazy. It's free. It's free. But if you're interested in actually working with me because you feel like this work is very surface level and yes, these tips and tricks are helpful, the workbook is helpful, but you really want that one-on-one -on -one attention, I'm also going to be releasing a masterclass webinar workshop that I'm currently working on to build because my workbook is designed, I'm just waiting for a release date, tweaking everything up, getting y'all ready, getting y'all pumped because I'm, I'm so pumped. I work so hard on this shit. It's tried and true. I've used it. Other people have used it. It's a masterpiece. So with that being said, follow me on Instagram at Get Real with Dakota for more information regarding future episodes, relationship tips, programs, and more. And until next time, keep doing the work. <laughs>